0: coming up on today's episode of loud in tech google's updated privacy policy and its use of public data for training ai models apple's cuts to vision pro headset production plans the latest from integritetskid smindigaten imy tips on how to improve learning in the digital age new U Block filter templates available dutch rules on cell phone use in classrooms a deep dive into the new instagram app threads unintrusive algorithms for c arrays on github the ongoing success of Deal and its disappointments, hunting for Nginx alias, traversals in the wild, an exploration of the industry behind AI, VPN use, and its impact on online safety, the curious case of physicists attempting to put a ferret in a particle accelerator, monkeys and memory enhancement through anti-aging protein injections, sclite-based databases on the Postgres protocol, Emacs Lisp shorthands as a namespacing system. Stay tuned for all this and more on Loud in Tech. Before we dive back into more tech goodness, let's give a shout out to our fantastic sponsors and my personal favorite software in the entire universe, Mason. Picture this: a world where a solo founder can take on an e-commerce giant. Sounds like a superhero movie, right? Well, meet Mason. This AI shopping co-pilot is here to save the day. Mason swoops in to guide shoppers as they shop, making sure they find exactly what they're looking for. Did I mention it's like having a secret weapon against the Amazon tax? Oh, yeah. Mason will help you break free and skyrocket your sales. Head over to Get Mason to join the revolution. That's GetMason.io. And in this next segment, we cover tech industry updates. Oh boy, folks, privacy is once again in the spotlight, and this time it's Google's turn to take the stage. According to an article on Engadget, the tech giant has updated its privacy policy to state that it can use publicly available data to train its AI models. Yep, you heard that right. Google will now use your public posts online to train its language models and develop products like the ever-popular Google Translate, BARD, and Cloud AI capabilities. But don't worry. They're making it crystal clear that anything you post out there for the world to see could potentially be used to train their future versions of BARD and other mind-blowing AI products. Now, this update comes on the heels of some critics raising concerns about companies using personal information posted online to train their language models. And hey, some lawsuits have even been filed against companies like OpenAI for scraping personal data without consent. In response to all the drama... It seems like websites are starting to take matters into their own hands. Take Reddit, for example. They've decided to charge for API access, probably to discourage data scraping. And Twitter? Well, they've implemented some restrictions to address data scraping and system manipulation. So what does all this mean for us, the tech-savvy, ever-connected individuals of the world? It means that even though our public posts might seem harmless, they could be used to power the next generation of AI. Now... That's something to think about before hitting that tweet button, huh? So, picture this. Apple announces this fancy-schmancy mixed-reality device called the Vision Pro headset. And what happens next? Well, let's just say production plans hit a bit of a snag. Apparently, creating this mind-blowing piece of tech is harder than it looks. They had to slash their targets because, you know, the design was just too darn complex. And don't even get me started on the production struggles. Those sleek screens, yeah, suppliers are having a tough time with yield and productivity. As a result, Apple will only ship a measly 400,000 units in 2024, instead of the initial million they were hoping for. Ouch. But hey, it's not all bad news. Despite the setbacks, experts believe that Apple will still conquer the world with over 20 million users in just five years. Whoa, talk about turning the tides. So, while they might be hitting a few bumps along the way, Apple's Vision Pro headset is sure to make a splash in the tech world. Hang in there, Apple. We believe in you. Imagine a magical land where arrays are no longer boring. Introducing the repository, Clibrary Array Algorithms, on GitHub. This extraordinary collection brings you unintrusive algorithms for C-Arrays or a C-Implementation of the Algorithm Library from C+++. Get ready to level up your array game with sets, intersection, union, subset, etc. Heaps, priority queues, binary search, lower bound, upper bound, etc. Sorts, insertion sort, quick sort, merge, stable sort, heap sort, partial sort, etc. Partitioning, partition, unique, etc. Predicates, all of, any of, none of, etc. And even uniform random sampling and shuffling. Oh, and did we mention the library uses preprocessor macros to implement generic functions? That means you get to define the array element type and function prefix. Talk about customization. There are usage examples provided, and this marvelous library is designed to work seamlessly with contiguous arrays vectors. It even spares you from algorithms that can be implemented with boring for loops or rely on operator overloading. You better believe it. The use of preprocessor macros is considered the superhero of C generics compared to the void style used by other libraries. With 119 stars and six forks, this repository is a starry sensation. So what are you waiting for? It's time to unleash the power of Clibrary's array algorithms and transform your arrays into an adventure. Algorithm. Picture this. It's the year 2021. We have smartphones that can unlock with our faces, robots that vacuum our houses, and yet, WV Dial. A command-line modem dialer written in C++ is still hanging on like a clingy X. I mean, seriously? This thing hasn't had proper maintenance in ages, and it's about as outdated as your grandma's collection of vinyl records. But somehow, despite all odds, it's still popular among users. It's like that old flip phone you just can't bear to part with. The article goes on to mention that WivyDL solved problems that no longer exist today, like trying to pop a CD into your computer while simultaneously praying it won't make strange noises. It's like a relic from another era, and yet it's still being used. Sure, Network Manager is the new shiny toy in town, especially in Ubuntu's recent releases. But let's be honest, it has its own quirks and limitations. So here we are, stuck with LBV Deal, like a survivor in a zombie apocalypse. The author of the article expresses their deepest sadness over this fact and hopes for a more reliable and updated alternative with a snazzy graphical user interface. Come on, people, it's time to move on. But hey, let's take a moment to appreciate the tireless efforts of those who have somehow managed to keep W Dial alive all these years. They deserve a medal, or at least a pat on the back. It's a testament to the enduring popularity of this tool that despite all the advancements in technology, we're still dialing in like it's 1999. So here's to you, WV Dial, you stubborn little piece of software. May you find your rightful place in the annals of tech history. In today's episode, we embark on an exciting adventure deep into the wild world of web servers. Our target? NGINX, a popular web server that's been causing quite a stir lately. But why, you ask? Well, it turns out that NGINX has a couple of vulnerabilities lurking in its darkest corners. Misconfigurations of the location and alias directives have opened the door to some serious security exploits and data exposure. Yikes! To shed some light on these lurking dangers, let's dive into some real-world case studies. Bitwarden, a password manager, and Google's HPC Toolkit were both victims of these jinx vulnerabilities. These incidents are not to be taken lightly, folks, but fear not. We have a hero in our story, a tool that goes by the name of NavGix. This amazing automated tool is here to save the day by detecting these pesky vulnerabilities. It's like having your own personal Nginx security guard. These vulnerabilities were uncovered by none other than Orange TIE who presented his research at the prestigious Black Hat 2018 conference. Hats off to you, Orange Tsai! So what's the moral of the story? It's simple, my friends. If you're using Nginx, make sure you have a thorough understanding of its configurations and implement them with utmost caution. Because, trust me, you don't want to mess around with hazardous EnGenX setups. Stay safe out there, and happy hunting. (laughs) The Verge recently published an article focusing on the hidden labor that goes into artificial intelligence, AI, and highlighted the role of annotation, a task that involves human labor to improve AI algorithms. This piece follows previous coverage on the menial work of training AI systems and the reliance on human labor. It draws parallels between the low wages and poor working conditions of moderation contractors and annotation workers. Many of these companies that provide AI annotation services were previously involved in content moderation. The outsourcing industry, known as business process outsourcing, BPO, is not specific to AI, but is ready to take on any work that companies want to outsource for cost-cutting reasons. The transition from content moderation to AI annotation has its drawbacks, but annotation work is generally considered less traumatic and more policy predictable. However, the most concerning aspect of BPO arrangements is how the work becomes invisible and contractors have limited interaction with clients. This creates a gap between those promoting AI products and the workers who support them. The use of VPNs, virtual private networks, is on the rise, with a growing number of users hopping on board this privacy bandwagon. But hold on, folks. A recent survey by NordVPN has uncovered a shocking truth. Many users are opting for dangerous free VPN services that might as well be run by hackers themselves. Yikes. Turns out, young men in the age range of 25 to 44 are the biggest VPN enthusiasts, while Generation Z, bless their thrifty hearts, leans towards free services due to their limited pocket money. Now, VPNs are supposed to be like shields, protecting us from prying eyes and all sorts of digital nastiness, but choosing a free service could leave you more vulnerable than a goldfish at a piranha party. Your personal info might just end up in the hands of cyber crooks, or you could become the target of those pesky malicious ads. So folks, make sure you pick a reliable VPN service to keep your data safe and sound. Happy surfing, my tech-savvy friends! Listen up, tech enthusiasts. Hold on to your servers because there's some exciting news in the world of databases. A group of brilliant minds has created a fork of SQLite called LibsQL, and it's revolutionizing the game. This new fork allows accessibility and replication to multiple instances, making it a game changer for networking. But that's not all. It has a feature called Server Mode, SQLD, that lets you access SQLite-based databases using the Postgrease and HTTP network protocols. That means you can use the good old Postgres tooling, Sklite standard tooling, and even throw in some HTTP commands to interact with your Escalite-based database. Talk about convenience! Now imagine using Escalite as a production backend with all the benefits of network accessibility for monitoring, backups, and availability. It's like having your database cake and eating it too. But wait! There's more! The LibisQL project is planning to introduce additional features in the future, taking this fantastic creation to even greater heights. So keep your eyes peeled, because the world of databases just got a whole lot more interesting. And this segment is about digital learning. In this essay, the author dives deep into the world of digital learning and reflects on their own struggles with retaining knowledge. They come to the realization that simply consuming vast amounts of digital content is not enough for true learning. Learning requires effort and active engagement rather than just passively accumulating information. The author explains that learning is actually a physical process that involves the synthesis of myelin in the brain, which facilitates the transmission of electrical signals. So how can we enhance our learning experience? Well, the author suggests associating physical activities with learning, like handwriting notes, to improve memory and retention. They also urge us to reassess our digital learning habits and find a balanced approach that combines exploring new topics online with offline effort for long term retention. And here's an interesting idea they introduce a learning inbox. It's like a curated collection of engaging content that we actively engage with to foster true learning. The author wraps up by advocating for proactive engagement with content and effortful actions, such as writing, creating, and teaching. To truly grow and learn, we need to put in the effort. So let's dive into this digital age of learning with a new mindset and approach that will help us learn better. This segment is about technology and science news. So picture this. A group of brilliant physicists frantically running around a state-of-the-art particle accelerator facility. What are they doing, you ask? Well, They're trying to put a ferret inside the accelerator. I mean, who wouldn't want to see what happens when you mess with the laws of physics and throw a furry creature into the mix? But why, you might wonder. It turns out these physicists are hosting a contest, and the lucky winner gets a chance to witness the sheer chaos and potential hilarity that unfolds when a ferret interacts with high-energy particles. Of course, there are some disclaimers. This zany experiment is only available in the U.S., including Puerto Rico, and the contest rules are subject to change without notice. But hey, isn't that part of the fun? So if you're a physics enthusiast with a love for furry little creatures, mark your calendar for August first, 2023, and get ready for a wild ride in the world of science. In a groundbreaking study, scientists have discovered that injecting aging monkeys with a protein called clotho can greatly enhance their cognitive function and memory. This is the first time that restoring levels of Clotho has been proven to improve cognition in primates. Clotho, a naturally occurring protein, slowly diminishes in our bodies as we age. Previous experiments with mice had already shown that injections of Clotho can extend their lives and enhance synaptic plasticity. To test the effects on monkeys, old rhesus macaques were evaluated on their cognitive abilities before and after a single injection of Clotho. The results were astonishing. The monkeys exhibited significantly better memory performance after receiving the injection. While the exact mechanism behind how Clotho improves cognition and its long-lasting effects remain unknown, these findings open up exciting possibilities for the development of new treatments for neurodegenerative diseases in humans. And this segment is about social impact of technology. In a world where privacy is as elusive as a unicorn, the Swedish Authority for Privacy Protection, also known as IMY, has taken matters into their own hands. Armed with auditors and a mission to protect personal data, IMY has audited four companies and unveiled some shocking violations. These naughty companies have been caught red handed, transferring personal data to the United States via Google Analytics. Ah, Google, always getting caught up in these shenanigans, so what's the verdict? Well, Two of the companies have been slapped with administrative fines, while one has thrown in the towel and stopped using the tool altogether. The remaining three companies have been given a stern order to cease their Google Analytics adventures. IMI means business. Now you might be wondering, why all the fuss? Enter None of Your Business, the organization that lodged complaints and set this investigation in motion. They cited the II ruling by the European Court of Justice, which basically said that the United States doesn't measure up when it comes to protecting personal data. Ouch. IMI agrees and concludes that the company's technical security measures just don't cut it. The implications of IMI's decisions could reverberate throughout the land of data-loving organizations that rely on Google Analytics. Will there be a showdown? Will Google take the hit? Only time will tell, my tech-savvy friends. Stay tuned for the next episode of IMI vs. Google Analytics Battle for Data Protection. The Netherlands is taking action to battle the sneaky smartphones in classrooms. The government is introducing rules to prevent schoolchildren from bringing their beloved phones to school. But don't worry, they're not completely heartless. Teachers can still use smartphones for educational purposes and students with medical needs, like monitoring blood sugar levels will be allowed to have them. The debate on this issue has been heating up, with political parties advocating for a complete ban. It's a showdown between Dutch school kids and those pesky phones. Once upon a time, in the realm of social media, a new hero emerged from the depths of Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Threads. This dazzling text-based conversation app has taken the world by storm. With Threads, You can connect with your favorite creators and fellow enthusiasts who share your passions. It's like a magical portal where ideas, opinions, and creativity unite. But wait, there's more. This incredible app is absolutely free to download from the App Store. Yep, no fine print or hidden charges. It's a party for your wallet. Now let's talk privacy, shall we? Threads may have a few tricks up its sleeve. In exchange for its awesome features, it might collect some data like your health and fitness info, purchases, location, and even your browsing history. But hey, no pressure. It's all in the name of giving you an extraordinary experience. Time to check compatibility. Are you an iPhone or iPod Touch user running iOS 14.0 or later? If you are, then congratulations. Threads is ready to rock your world. But beware, dear users, this app comes with an age rating of 12+. It may contain a sprinkle of alcohol, tobacco, or drug use. Don't worry, it's just infrequent and mild. And let's not forget about a pinch of profanity or crude humor. Oh, la la, we've got some spicy stuff here. Shall we add a dash of sexual content and nudity? Please keep your imagination in check. And last but not least, there might be some mature and suggestive themes just to keep you on your toes. So, what are you waiting for? Embark on this grand adventure with Threads, the unbeatable superstar of Instagram apps it's time to say goodbye to those pesky naming and versioning issues thanks to a new programming language called unison unlike other languages unison uses a unique hash for each piece of code eliminating the need for namespaces altogether finally programmers can stop pulling their hair out over global namespace conflicts whilst it may take time for code level dependencies to be implemented we can rest assured in the promise of Unison's exciting new world. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Loud in Tech. We covered a range of interesting topics, including Google's updated privacy policy, Apple's cuts to Vision Pro headset production plans, and the impact of technology on learning. Stay tuned for more insightful discussions on tech and culture.